0: So I'd, I'd like to share a, a small technical. It's not even a glitch. I understand why it happened, but it doesn't make it less annoying. Okay. So last week, I went to I was editing the episode, mm-hmm. and I went to go upload it to where we host everything, and. Uh, after it uploaded and processed, right? It, we have a, we have a time limit. I think I've mentioned this before on the air mm-hmm. that we have a, a time limit of three hours of content per month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes we go over that because sometimes there's five episodes technically in a month. Um, mm-hmm. cause it, it doesn't do it like cost per four weeks. It's cost per calendar month. Yeah. So sometimes we have five episodes. We go a little over. I pay like a couple extra bucks. Not a big deal, but this month was the most infuriating because i uh, we did not have five episodes this month let me make that clear there's only four and so when there's four i try to be aware of oh uh, where are we at in terms of like length this month Mm -hmm. did we go over one week you know by several minutes so i just need to be conscious to try and do a couple of slightly shorter episodes by a couple minutes right Mm-hmm. In any given month, there's kind of a bit of ebb and flow there. So I finished editing everything. Let me log in real quick because computer's being stupid. And what I am greeted with after I upload last week's episode is a message that says, you are over your allowance by zero minutes.
1: Stop. <laughs> Bleepity bleep. What the because
0: heck? it does not give you a precise amount that you're over by, and I don't know how it calculates it. So all everything that it ever does is rounding. That's all it ever tells me in terms mm-hmm. of allowance. So it'll tell me the exact duration that I uploaded. Like, let's say it's the first episode of the month. The first episode of this past month was 44 minutes and 53 seconds. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After I uploaded that, it would tell me that I have uploaded 45 minutes of content and that I have 2 hours and 15 minutes of content remaining. Mm -hmm. Which is, okay, fine, they're rounding for the sake of user interface. But I don't know if it's for the sake of user interface or if it's actually all rounding. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I don't know if... Basically what had happened was I was... Uh, The first version of of the most recent episode was 47 minutes and something seconds. And it said you're over your allowance by zero minutes. So I was like, well, since it always does this rounding thing, what if I get it just under 47 minutes? So I got it to 46 minutes and 58 seconds, but I still have the same thing. And going over the episode, there's nothing more that I felt like cutting. I didn't want to try and cut like over a minute of conversation in any particular Mm -hmm. spot. There is nothing that could really come out that way. So uh, I've just been staring in the face of you were over your allowance by zero minutes. (laughs) And I have not bothered to do the actual computation of like how far over am I actually, you know, maybe I'll Mm -hmm. do that now live on the air. Mm -hmm. What is the actual amount and how much would I have had to cut to Get us there. Okay. Can you remember 177? Mm Mm-hmm. Three by 60. What was the number? I said 177? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So sure enough, we had three hours and 22, 23 seconds of content uploaded this month. So I would have to shave off over 23 seconds to uh, get us under (laughs) Mm. Uh, it's just so silly
1: (laughs) but is it it is because sounds like life and death
0: uh, might be um but yeah and of course because you know they're a business it's not like they'll prorate me for those 23 seconds that i'm over no you have to pay for an additional hour's worth of content Which typically Mm -hmm. makes sense if we go, you know, over our limit because there's five episodes, then, well, yeah, we basically need a full hour. Like, we need at least 45 minutes Mm -hmm. extra. But when it's, I'm over by 23 seconds, (laughs) it feels a little bit more punitive. (laughs) So, yes, I figured I'd, I'd share that small business update with you.
1: Yeah, that's frustrating. I'm sorry. That's okay. You need <sighs> anything from me on this issue? Other than 177?
0: Um, no. It's fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> Is this like a it's fine, like it's actually fine? Or like it's fine, like you want me to intuit what you're <laughs> no, trying to no. want me to do? It,
0: it's it's fine in that it's fine. Okay. In that I'm annoyed, but I'm not annoyed with you.
1: Okay. That's a hey lucky lucky event for me, I guess. Mm. Yeah, not too often people can say that to me.
0: Oh, how are How are you? Otherwise, Grant. Well, otherwise, I'm not. Yeah. Otherwise, for me, I'm fine. How are you in general? Since I haven't asked in in the first place.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Uh, life's been kind of busy and tiring recently, but we're we're doing the things and we're. Getting the stuffs done, mm-hmm. um, and we're doing our best not to, uh, crumble under mountains of stress, mm-hmm. um, and recognizing that the stress is only there because you're putting it upon yourself and that it's not a real thing, uh-huh. um, and that it's doing very little productive. So why be stressed? You know? Yeah, I feel that. Like, if if it's good to be stressed, if it's like helping you do better, mm-hmm. but if it's just making you want to curl up into a ball in the corner, like at that point, it's just unproductive. Uh, I, I would like, agree. <laughs> well, unless like your goal is to curl up in a ball in the corner, then it's yeah. productive. But it's most likely being unproductive, and so like you just gotta—I don't know—just trying not to let it get to me too much, and just trying to live my life, you know. Gotta, yeah. gotta. Getting a little bit of stress relief activities, like some little bits of relaxation, relaxation here and there, you know.
0: That's good. Yeah. So, I, I have a question for you, and th- and this may be trying to make a distinction without a difference, but do you uh, do you see any difference between stress and something like pressure? Like, does that does that in your mind mean anything different to you?
1: Mm, yeah I feel like stress is more internal and pressure is more external like if I'm talking about I have like pressure to get something done it's because like there is somebody or something that is like around me making sure that I do this thing and forcing me to reach a certain milestone by a certain point but if like oh yeah I'm real stressed about something it's more of like I want to do this thing or I want to do well at this thing. And thus I'm like trying to do it and it makes me nervous mm-hmm. and brings me stress.
0: Sure. Yeah. Cause what I was, I was trying to think is for me, uh, you know, when you, you kind of comment on, you know, stress can be productive if it helps you do something. And I think there's some truth mm-hmm. to that, but I also feel like there are people who feel stress and try and turn it into something that helps them work, but that stress is still sort of wearing them down, even if they're trying to convince themselves that it's not. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to puzzle out whether, at least for me, there's something to be said that like I can feel pressure, let's say, at work, without feeling stress, and I can have some pressure, whether it's external or internal, to do something, to kind of push me without it turning into stress Mm -hmm. is there anything there for you
1: Uh, i don't know (laughs) okay Um... let
0: me let me take a complete 180 then so you don't have to think too hard because i know you're a little tired Uh, okay good
1: i was gonna say i was like my brain is not working well enough for this right now sorry
0: (laughs) so I'm, i'm gonna throw something else out there then
1: yes hit me with it or like Hit me with it lightly. Yes. Not too hard, t- tap me please. Please. with it. Let's say. Yeah. Tap me with it. Nicely.
0: politely. I don't, I don't think I mentioned this to you, but did, did I tell you how, uh, I learned that, uh, Greg and co are coming to visit us in a few weeks? Wait, no. Okay. So, uh, a few weeks ago.
1: <laughs> I, l- wait. Okay. Before you tell the story, <laughs> I just have to admire the phrasing of, Oh, I learned Greg and co are coming to visit us as if like, Oh, yeah, the decision of them coming in visiting was made completely separate of you, and you played no role in it. So let me tell the
0: story, and you can determine how true that is. Uh, <laughs> I was disc golfing, and I had a particularly good shot that I was very proud of. My shot ended up, like, leaning up against the pole of the basket. It was probably the best, like, single drive that I've ever thrown. I was very happy, so I took a quick picture of it and sent it to... Um, Greg and Neil, uh, a couple of my friends. I don't, I don't think he, I always at what I always ask if you've met Neil, but I'm not sure if you have. I don't um, think I have. I don't think so. In any case, they're they're both into disc golf, um, and, and they are the ones who convinced me to get into it earlier this year. So so I sent them a Snapchat of it, and Greg responded to the Snapchat. Uh, it, with him, it's very touch and go either he'll respond in about two weeks or he'll respond immediately uh, Mm -hmm. to a snapchat and he responded using like the messaging uh part of snapchat and said oh that's awesome mark we'll have to uh, go uh, disc golfing together when we come visit in august oh also by the way we're planning to visit san francisco at the end of july or early august (laughs) and i said Oh well, that's that's definitely good to know. Uh, let us know if you like need somewhere to stay. I'm sure you know Aaron and I are happy to try and accommodate you guys. Because uh, there's three of them, we don't have a big apartment, but when it's friends, you know you can make do. They're not very picky. And and Greg responded, "Good, we were kind of banking on that."
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you you didn't have a role in this. You nope. were voluntold that <laughs> through social constructs and expectations that. You would be housing them when they came to visit, yeah,
0: and then today we finally finally got him to respond to our text asking, so when exactly are you gonna be here and and oh got him on a phone call with, with uh, the other two people who are coming to yeah. uh, understand exactly what they had in mind and <laughs> create some potential itineraries for the days that they're here so uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. That's like, I'm, I'm bad at planning things and stuff, but like, I feel like when I'm planning like a trip that involves me coming to like stay with someone and visit them, I try to do fairly well at like giving details so they know what to expect. <laughs> well, this is
0: the tough thing with him is you never know. Like, had I not sent that Snapchat, there's no way of knowing when we would have been informed.
1: Yeah, that's the other...
0: And had we not texted another person in the group today about it, who then said, who then made sure that Greg texted us and got us all in a group chat and got us on the phone and stuff,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: had we not uh, had Aaron text them, then who knows when we would have learned what days they're coming,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? So the sort of, like, the the funny side quest to all of this was um, earlier this week... It was on, I need to check the days. This was this Friday, right? So this Friday, July 16th, Greg texts me and says, Is your birthday July 10th? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Indeed. (laughs) And then he texts me like an hour later. damn i missed it by a mile <laughs> he <laughs> never said happy birthday or anything he just said i missed it
1: uh, how do you oh look.
0: and then i said well the week isn't horrible you were the right general region <laughs> and then he texts me he doesn't text me again that night he texts me the next day and says <laughs> um well that was because aaron sent me a snapchat and i checked it a week later but you're in my calendar now and i texted him so this was i was out disc golfing i texted him back 5 minutes after he sent me that text and i said speaking of calendars any update on what your guys plans are and then i never heard back from him
1: <laughs> oh god okay i got to i got to defend the not responding but a message that was sent 5 minutes after his message like that ah, happens yeah i know
0: but it's it's more just like the uh you know, it, it doesn't, I,
1: yeah. I understand, so but Did also, he ever end up wishing you happy birthday?
0: No, not officially.
1: Oh, so he wasn't like the last man to wish you happy birthday this year, even if it no, was No, he,
0: he, just, he just acknowledged that he never did, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or that he missed it, and I guess oh, when he well. missed it, it was uh, insufficient for him to say, you know, happy belated birthday or whatever. It was just kind of an, an acknowledgement. Yeah. So, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as opposed to the excellent way that that Mikhail likes to wish me a happy birthday, um, where he texts to me, "It is your birthday."
1: <laughs> That's that fits. That's yep. wonderful. <laughs> as if you like were totally unaware in case you forgot.
0: Yep, I have the best friends. Hi <laughs> Vey. Alrighty, well, I'm I'm ready to continue when you
1: are. Okay. Random question before we continue. Yeah, what do you think about old dictionaries?
0: Um, I think like that they can be cool if you're if you have specific words that you're interested in. You know, like if there is particular words that you're curious about. Oh, how did this usage change over time? Did they add definitions? Did they change? The order of definitions that sort of stuff is interesting okay. i'm sure there are like features that are interesting but in particular or not in particular in general an old dictionary means no more to me than any other old book which is like a cool aesthetic thing mm-hmm. but for me personally doesn't provide too much knowledge that i personally care about i'm happy that they still exist for people who do care about looking into such things, but...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why? No, I'm just asking. Yeah. Like a birthday gotta...
0: person ID or something?
1: <laughs> oh, no. Uh, should it be? Uh, <laughs> sorry, you're not getting my old dictionary. <laughs> yeah, evidently not. <laughs> no, I have an old dictionary, and I recently used it for the first time in years. Oh. Um, well, how old to... are we talking? Um, Actually, that's a wonderful... Like, it looks... It looks like it's definitely older than us. Okay, um, but give me a sec to open. That doesn't it up mean here. too
0: much because yeah. saying that it's older than us and saying that and then saying that it's from 1990 doesn't sound very exotic.
1: <laughs> like it, it's not like ancient or anything. Okay. Um. Okay, actually, how do I know how old it is? Is it like copyright date or something? Co- or? Copyright
0: is what I always go for—is the latest copyright date that it says is likely the well, most accurate way. 57.
1: Yeah, it's pretty old. 1957.
0: So now you have to look up what the definition of literally is.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Because that's I the main see. one that came to mind with everything that I said, was how a few years back they were basically forced to add an extra definition of literally to mean figuratively.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this one's organized weird. I didn't even notice this. There's apparently not enough letters between H and M, so... H, I, J, K, and L are in split across two sections rather than each getting their own. Hmm.
0: By section, what do you mean by sections?
1: So, it's one of those dictionaries where there's like little indents every once in a while that, to Like help the you thumb like
0: some indent thing.
1: Yeah, yeah to yeah. help you like find the letters you first letter you're looking for, and so most of them are like one or two letters, but that's, I think, the only section that's got, like, yeah, back-to-back, back, it's both, they're both, like, three letters. Hmm. Because a lot of them have just, one, like, A, B, and C each have one. Then it's D and E is one. F and G is one. And then H-I-J is one. K-L-M as one. Interesting. And then X-Y-Z is the only other one with three, which makes sense. Oh, literally, it's, it's nice because it's the last word on a page. Sweet. Uh, literally. It literally is. Uh and it doesn't continue on to the next page. Oh my gosh, there's a hole in this page. What the heck? <laughs> Thankfully it's not on literal oh no. It's it's on literal, not literally. <laughs> do you which do you want literally or literal? Literally. Uh it is an adverb.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: In a literal manner or sense, specifically, a word for word, not in. You can do a grant. (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to like figure out the grammar, the like, how to read the The punctuation is weird.
0: Okay, let me ask you this: What is the uh, what what kind of dictionary is this? Like, who's the maker of it?
1: Uh, this is. Sorry, it's hard to even read the front cover. Because it's like the front cover doesn't have colors on it. It is in oh, the copyright
0: page should say it though.
1: It is Webster's New World Dictionary of the American Language College edition. Ooh. Um word for word, not imaginatively, figuratively, or freely, as translate this passage literally. Oh, as in translate this passage literally. Colloquially no. It means virtually used as a intensive in a sense of opposite to that above. Oh no! Okay, this part wow. is the in 1957
0: they had the alternative definition.
1: Yeah. Wow. As a, like a colloquial usage.
0: Yeah, this is the same as what like the online Merriam-Webster one has as well. So surprised to see that.
1: Huh. That is so there you you go
0: grammar nazis it's been this people have been misusing literally for a very long time since at least before 1957 because it definitely took a long time for that to be the case before it would get into the dictionary
1: Mm Hmm. yeah do you know what else i just noticed on this set of pages is that is gonna make a science rabbit hole for me to look into later liquid crystal is a word in this dictionary huh I did not I was not like
0: is it it
1: hyphenated no liquid crystal two words but one definition a liquid that has certain characteristics of crystals as interference colors and double refraction I thought liquid crystals were newer things than this
0: well, it's seen that according to the history page of Wikipedia, for the very, very brief version of it, the first like discovery of something that was, you know, whose chemical structure was what is now known as a form of liquid crystal was eighteen eighty eight.
1: Jesus, wowza! Someone was doing a doing work. Yep, back even before the sixties. Because let's be honest, the nineteen sixties is when all the best chemistry happened.
0: I I have no horse in that race.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's when it's when people were trying the craziest things, like yeah. trying to use like TNT as a preservative and stuff.
0: Sure, I suppose back when uh you know I I guess yeah the post post World War II boom of R and D. Hmm. Gotcha.
1: Huh. We just gotta gotta do crazy crap and put it in papers, and then people will think we're cool because we try to put TNT in something that makes no sense for it to be used for.
0: <laughs> well, I uh I think we are well on our way to this literally being the best episode of comical start
1: yet. Yes, and listeners, you can figure out which definition we're using here.
0: Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's an exercise left for the reader.
1: Yes. Or yeah, th- did I say reader?
0: <laughs> no, I said reader because oh, that's the okay. terminology.
1: Okay. I was gonna say we could make a reader. Do you wanna like start paying a service to transcribe?
0: <laughs> I our our uh, hosting service offers that as an add-on. Really? Yeah, of course. I uh, guess that's Let that me tell you, if me. I add a transcript, um let's see. Oh never mind. No, it 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 can link to other transcript services. Hmm. So one of them is twenty five cents per minute of audio. So it would cost us, you know, $11 per episode on average, let's say. Mm -hmm. And this other one...
1: That's, like, pretty good. Like, that's not that much.
0: Yeah, like, if you really cared about that accessibility level and you were actually making any money at all on your podcast, it would be a drop in the bucket for sure.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that's, like... I thought it was going to be way more. That makes me much less sympathetic of like major creators who make things and don't have like captions on them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot of the, the two that they link to are almost certainly automated transcription services, Mm -hmm. not manual ones. So you probably have to do a lot more editing and, and with pod, at least with podcasting specifically, Mm -hmm. um, a big, a big draw of it is the, you talk and then you put it up on the internet. (laughs)
1: Yeah, So,
0: I mean, someone like NPR or something probably should, but I don't know. I feel like there's two sides to it. For the casual sort of podcast, the kinds that I listen to and this one and all that, I can see the desire of having one because it's nice to have something that's searchable in that sense. Like that's the biggest, Mm -hmm. not not even accessibility in terms of like someone Mm -hmm. who is hearing impaired wants to experience this podcast. I don't think they'd want to read it. I I don't think that would go well. But just in terms of um, uh, getting the information out, if you just want to look for this mm-hmm. time that we talked about that thing. Yeah. Much more efficient to do a text search, obviously.
1: That would be very nice for us to yeah. have, actually. Well, since we well, don't really we, care what happened in past
0: it. episodes, I don't think it matters. <laughs>
1: You don't care what happens in past episodes. I got to keep looking back to figure out, like, oh, did we already talk about this? Did, and did I use this comic last time we <laughs> talked about this?
0: Well, I can I can give you a hint for how to do that in the future, but I won't do that now. Um, but, I, but I think that more highly produced podcasts where people might want a transcript actually to read. Uh, let, let's take, like, your various NPR podcasts as an example. That are very highly produced okay. and definitely have the resources to push out a transcript. There's yeah. probably some weird thing where they would want to make sure they can control that text mm-hmm. in a more severe way. Like, I'm not sure, yeah. but that, that kind, that, there may be something to that as well.
1: Or like know. the Joe Rogan experience or something, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I also just don't know what the audience would be for a transcription thing, like, is it worth $10 to us to transcribe for ourselves so that every few weeks we can look and see if something happened? Probably not.
1: <laughs> no. Well, not for us.
0: And is it worth it to anybody else for our audience? No. Uh, <laughs> maybe for some other podcasts, but I don't actually know of any podcasts that I listen to that provide a transcript at all. Mm-hmm. So, But they also provide much better show notes than we do. Mm-hmm. But that's not really a priority for us.
1: Is anything a priority for us? Um, like the fact that we do it every week.
0: Yeah, I would say that that's really the only priority that I don't even know if you have, but I have at least is put an episode out every week.
1: <laughs> it's a priority I have more for like my, like, I don't want to say like mental health, but like yeah, it's like I know it's good for me to like chat with you every once in a while, and so like mm-hmm. I try to continue making it a priority because I know it's good for me. Fair enough. And I enjoy it. Like, it's not just like medicine. <laughs> like, I also do enjoy it. That's like why it's good.
0: <laughs> I appreciate the clarification.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, wow. We really need to be getting going here. <laughs> so, so we got Four Eyes by, uh, Gemma Coral. Correll. Coral. Coral. Um, and we've got, a. Uh, it's a, a picture here, and we got a uh, labeled Color by Numbers, January. And we have a excited-looking cat standing in what I assume appears to be a somewhat rainy day with a scarf and a coat on, holding an umbrella that is not open above them, and a hat on, or a hat sitting atop their head, not on their head. Um, and very obviously raindrops coming down around them. And as a classic color by number, there are certain areas of the picture with certain numbers on them. And then there is a key on the side dictating what color you should color each of these numbers. Um, the, there are numbers 1 through 5. The colors associated with those numbers being 1, gray, 2, gray, 3, gray, 4, gray, 5. Yeah, it's all just gray. Gemma Coral, 2016. <laughs> Excellent. So the first unimportant question. Conversation?
0: The first unimportant question. Very cute. Yeah. Uh, do you have any preference for how you spell the word gray?
1: Um. <laughs> this is one of those situations where I didn't even think about it until you have now asked me. Uh huh. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know at all what I do. <laughs> and that feels really sad to say, uh-huh. but I have no idea.
0: So, if you want, I can give you some um, slight bits of data. Ooh, that'd be good. Okay, so Fifty Shades of Grey spells it with an E. Gray's Anatomy also spelled with an E. Wait, Gray's Anatomy is spelled with an E. Wait, no. Oh, goodness. This is so confusing. So there's Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Yes. Gray's Anatomy, the American medical show, is spelled with an E. Gray's Anatomy, yeah. the anatomical textbook written an in the 1800s, is with an A.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Good.
1: <laughs> Jesus, that's so <laughs> aggravating. <laughs> no way. Is that? A- oh, no. You ta- you informed me of this previously. That it's huh. still freaking on the air, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, September 30th, 2021. What the
0: heck? Yeah, Aaron started watching it again from the start for like the third time.
1: <laughs> How? I told There's her she so really many... needs to
0: I told her she really needs to start a new show.
1: <laughs> like I've I've watched a lot of shows multiple times, but that's cuz they're like 5 seasons. Yeah. And like 13 episodes a season or something.
0: Yeah, I'm like... with you.
1: How do you get through 18 seasons? <laughs> Slowly-ish. Jesus. That's like watching all of... Like, okay, but that's a bad example because I could imagine doing that. I was going to say, that's like watching all of Survivor. Or yeah. half of Survivor. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not that ridiculous. <sighs> but that's a, just a big commitment. I don't... Wow. I agree with you. Wow, when I search Grey's Anatomy, the second suggested question is, what episode does Yang die? I don't know who Yang is, <laughs> but I want to know now.
0: I, um, I couldn't help you. But you still haven't answered my question.
1: Oh, yeah, what was your question again?
0: What's your preferred spelling of the word Grey?
1: I think E-Y. Okay. I think what it is is I type it G R A Y first and then I'd feel like I typed it wrong so I'd delete it and write <laughs> EY. Sure. What do you have? What do you what's your thinking you make thinking?
0: Um What I think I've settled on, and part of this is because of work, but I think AY is what I prefer if I'm referring literally to the color gray. So in this comic I would prefer if it was mostly AY. In that Mm -hmm. complete sense. And EY, so if we're thinking like 50 shades of gray, it's much more like the metaphorical, like, like idea of gray, Mm -hmm. rather than I'm talking about the shade gray that I use to make color. And this is mainly because, um, when I see EY, it's like there's CGP gray, the YouTube Video producer and podcaster who I like a lot. Uh, his is spelled EY 50 shades gray. I'll, I'll, like there's more stuff that feels that way. It feels almost more like grown up in that sense. I don't, I don't really know why. That's like the feeling that I get. There's more substance to G R E Y. Mm-hmm. And A Y, that's how I have to spell gray when I'm writing any diagram code at work. So when I'm making diagrams, and I'm using gray in any way, which happens pretty frequently, um, and there's lots of, you know, there's several shades of gray that I can use in my code. There's medium gray and light gray and dark gray and all this sort of stuff, but it's always G-R-A-Y consistently. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, do you hear that? Do you hear yeah. that motorcycle revving?
1: <laughs> okay, it was a motorcycle. I couldn't tell if it was like someone farting or a motorcycle no, It's like a or motorcycle dirt talking.
0: bike kind of thing. We get them
1: uh, going
0: back and forth sometimes down the street.
1: Yeah. Should I get a motorcycle? I've thought about it.
0: I always joke with Aaron that I should get a motorcycle.
1: <laughs> that would be hilarious. This week driving home from work, I pulled up at a red light next to a dude who had like because if I got a motorcycle, my thing is I don't know what type of like. I'm not I'm not like a Harley type of dude, mm-hmm. but like I'm not gonna get like a freaking dirt bike. Yeah, no, I know what I would like. get
0: if I were to get one. I would get uh an Indian motorcycle, mm. which is a sub brand of Polaris. So my older sister's husband works as a mechanical engineer and he works specifically if I remember correctly on like the suspension system of Indian motorcycles Mm. but they have the sort of like the um Captain America kind of look without looking too
1: old Mm -hmm. okay
0: so I feel like one because I want to want like a sport bike you know you want to like I feel like these are a good medium between like they're not a sport bike like a, you know, like a Suzuki, like load the, you know, you're crouching over going around a racetrack. Mm-hmm. They're not a Harley at all. They're kind of more reserved in that sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're but, still kind of classic looking.
0: Yeah, they, they look cool and classic. Like if I were to get a motorcycle, which I'm not because I don't want to pay for one, nor do I want to die, uh, then I would get one like this.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't wait to revisit this episode uh, (laughs) when you're having, like, a midlife crisis. So this is the
0: tough thing about a motorcycle, right? You're trying
1: to decide between a motorcycle and, like, an old, like, retro sports car.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not too big of a, you know, that's the thing. By the time we're having midlife crises, you know, anything that's gas is not going to be allowed anyway. So it's kind of, it'll be a moot point by the time we're we're that age. For me, it'll what? probably be something baseball related. Anyway, when oh, I have a midlife crisis.
1: Oh, oh. Okay, we'll have this conversation offline. But I'm very curious <laughs> about your predictions for the future because I, I do not allowed. Well,
0: maybe not not allowed, but not very a lot much more for faith sale than at, regulatory Way more power regulation. Than I do. Way more regulation. Okay. In either case, the the other downside to thinking about a motorcycle is like this is the state to have one in the sense of like weather and just general usability and it's more motorcycle friendly in terms of the laws, but I'm definitely not going to get one now. That would be not something I can afford. So
1: Mm -hmm.
0: we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just have some real cool streak fall into some money and decide that that's what I want to spend my money on. But I don't think that's likely. (laughs) Yeah. Take if I had motorcycle money, I would definitely put it towards like something baseball related.
1: If I had motorcycle money, <laughs> what? Oh, just an odd phrase. I've never thought of <laughs> having motorcycle money before.
0: <laughs> it's just a measure of disposable income, <laughs>
1: is it? Well, and you, that's, you say that, that how like it's it. a you say that like it's an objective measure that everyone is aware of.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: Listeners, email us uh, with what you believe motorcycle money would be. Like, like, it, it, wouldn't what, it sound weird what if I said, like, if I, if, I had, money?
0: if I had Ferrari money? You like, know.
1: that would make sense. I get yeah. that.
0: But motorcycle money is the same thing, just on, like, a smaller level.
1: Yeah, I guess. I, I To me, it feels like saying, like, oh, yeah, if I had, like, Ford Escape money, like... <laughs> Like it okay? Like it's a car, but it's like not like. It doesn't feel like a statement. It's no, like
0: I'm not trying to use it as a statement. I'm just saying, <laughs> like it, this doesn't. It's not as comparable. I I realize, and saying Ferrari money is also not very good. But it gets more at what I'm at what I'm trying to say is, yeah. you know, if I'm saying if I had Ferrari money, when I say if I have motorcycle money, I'm not trying to say. As my main mode of transportation. I definitely have motorcycle money if the option is sell my car and get a motorcycle. <laughs> I can afford that, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about mo- money for a whole extra mode of transportation. Yeah, yeah. Grant has brought Frazz by Jeff Mallet. Uh, we have a, a smaller girl talking to a custodian who I believe is Frazz. Uh, wearing his, his custodian onesie. He has a vacuum with a, the cord kinda tangled up in his hands. And the girl is asking, how old would Abraham Lincoln be today if John Wilkes Booth hadn't shot him? And immediately, Fraz says, 201. And the little girl says, oh, so he'd probably be dead anyway. I bet Booth feels like an idiot now. Oh, I bet Booth. Feels like an idiot now. Oh, darn. And Fraz says, I'm feeling a little awkward myself. I messed up, Grant.
1: I know. You're done. Podcast is over now. you done, boothed up. I mean, boofed up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. So. You think someone's going to assassinate you anytime soon? <laughs> I hope not. Do you think anyone's gonna ever like come looking for you like 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 people came looking for big wing boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> big wing boy
1: <laughs> that's like my favorite whose line is it anyway gag or like joke uh, um for big wing <laughs> big wing boy oh yeah that was bad all right if you just stepped through the metal detector beep, 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 beep. I knew he was going to set it off. I knew he had had that metal plate installed in his head three years ago. That's where all the hair had gone. And that's coming from me. Take it from me. Big Big Wing wing Boy.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I, I intend to live my life in a way. Such that that will hopefully be unnecessary for anyone.
1: (laughs) Really? Interesting. Yes. Because I would argue if you live your life in a way that is of any substance, someone's going to want to assassinate you. Like that's a sign of like doing something good or either really good or really bad if someone's Uh, trying to assassinate you.
0: Yeah, but I think that at the scale that I am likely to operate on in my life I don't think it's of much concern in fact that's true for the vast majority of people
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: well I, let's just say I hope not I don't okay. think my life insurance policy is going to be that good
1: what do you mean? Like, it's not going to cover assassination? If your life insurance policy no, doesn't no, cover assassinations, like you need a new life insurance policy. I don't
0: know. I don't even know what my life insurance policy is. I might not even have a life insurance policy right now. I think I said no to it the last time I was asked about insurance.
1: Okay. It's a personal choice.
0: But I suppose I'll probably actually have one now that I'm getting married.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Aaron's my benefactor on all my other accounts. It's just that I don't think I have an actual life insurance policy right now.
1: Yeah. No, good yeah. not to give her an excuse to kill you yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Probably.
1: But, yeah. Life insurance, I feel like, is one of those weird things that, like... It just, like, feels, like, obnoxiously adult to think about. hmm And, like, you start having to think about it when you're, like, in your early 20s, I feel like, and, like it's so far off. It's Mm -hmm. not on my mind. And reading through like documentation for my company about like, Oh yeah, this is the life insurance policies that we like offer that like we take out on you or something. Just like what, like, what is like, uh, this is making me like rethink my whole like existence and like mortality. Mm -hmm. And that's not what I feel like I should be doing right now. Cause I'm just trying to like skim through HR documentation. Yep.
0: Yeah, now I'm thinking about, wait, what am I worth to the world?
1: <laughs> See, I feel like to someone our age, like, not advice. This is, like, very much not advice because I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. But, like, the value of a life insurance policy is more of not, like, what am I worth to the world? Just, like, how much is it going to cost when I die? And, like, let's make sure that's covered maybe? I don't know. Because, like, well, dying is expensive. a more to it. Well, yes, but,
0: I mean what you're saying is 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 true in some sense for sure but i don't know i'm not sure if life insurance money is meant to cover your funeral for example
1: i feel like that's how lots of people use it
0: oh i don't know it shows how much i know
1: <laughs> i don't freak because like if you don't have dependents like if like for me example like no yeah. one relies on me to survive like if i died tomorrow no one would financially be like less well off mhm so like
0: i'd I, be better off i'd stop doing this podcast and save myself a few bucks a month
1: okay f- <laughs> you have a good night